Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Reaction Monday. Presented by Shoppers John Deere on Sports Radio 610. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, we'll hear from D'Amico Ryans um, very shortly. You want to reflect. They got a playoff game in five days. You want to reflect. I want to look ahead. This is not a day of reflection. This is a day of win the damn game against the Browns. It's winnable. It's winnable. Enjoy it. Let's go. Let's capture it. If you're on YouTube, you can see the look I'm giving Landry right now. Give it. I'm not in my feels about nostalgia. What I am saying is you're 100% right. I'm so excited and ready for the Browns game, and we're going to be all week long, man. We got you. But I just can't help but feel what I still felt this morning, what I still feel right now, like just that awe. Snap out of it. It was awe. Snap out of it. That with a rookie head coach, rookie offense coordinator, and it's absolute elite stud top five, maybe already, quarterback in the NFL, maybe even higher that they got here this fast. And and the term that I'm using is, I just love letting that wash over me. That let's the let's, Texans hear, let's are hear from D'Amico. I hope he's looking ahead to Cleveland and not sitting here acting like they've accomplished too much. There's plenty left to go. Coach, take it away. D'Amico Ryan's live from NRG. Yeah, our tackling was not good versus the Colts, and it showed up. I'm not concerned about uh, what happened there in the running game. I just know we can play better. Overall, when it comes to how we play our technique up front, starting with the defensive line, also with our linebackers and second-level defenders, like being in better position to tackle and swarming. We had one too many times where it was just one guy, and Taylor, an awesome player, and we knew it going in, made one guy miss, and he was able to create explosives on us time after time, so we just have to be better of swarming the football, but it starts with tackling, right? It wasn't good enough, and we have to improve it this week. Yeah, fourth quarter, I felt like guys got more knocked back. We were still we were able to make some stops there in the run game, but overall, it's just still it wasn't us in the run game, and that's why I think the Colts stayed after it, right? We they had we had a lot of leaky yardage in the run game, so we have to fix that going against the Browns this week. They're a really good offensive line, really good run unit, so we have to be prepared to stop the run. From game one, how did you feel like you instilled your leadership style, your standard as far as what you expect? 
Yeah. For me, when you talk about my leadership approach, it's it's all about right positive reinforcement. It's all about positive energy. It's all about uh, just getting better one day at a time. And that's what I tried to instill in all of our guys is just a get better mentality. And I think our guys have taken that on. We've gotten better from day one. Each and every week we've gotten better. Always things to improve on, things to clean up. But all I want our guys is just continue to do their best and strive to get better every single day. And for me, what are the expectations, right? Every team that lines up on every team that starts the season, your expectations have to be to get into the playoffs and have an opportunity to win it all. That's why you play the game. And, you know, I don't know any other expectation. When, when you're a competitor, right, that's why you compete. And that's, you know, we continue to do our best and work the right way and we'll have an opportunity. And that's what our guys did. And we're here with our opportunity now. Yeah, for me, I'm proud of our guys. You know, it's it's our first year, so I don't know about the turnaround. It's our first year together as the 2023 Texans, and our guys have done a great job this year. For us, looking back at our first game versus the Browns, it was uh, a lot of self-inflicted uh, penalties. We made big plays. They were negated by penalties or just mishaps on our part. So, again, we have to play clean football versus a really good team. You, know, you can't go out and make mistakes, right, or they'll capitalize on it. And they've shown that time after time. And that's on the defensive side. Uh, we gave them too many explosive passes. And... Amari had an outstanding game. Watching again, he had some of the best catches I've seen all year, right? Even though guys were in coverage and in position, he still made unbelievable catches. He had an outstanding game. Um, so we just have to, we have to be in position to cover him better. We have to be able to make plays, right, to get off the field on third down as well. With our pass defense, we just have to continue to play together, right? It starts with our guys up front putting pressure on the quarterback, but also at the back end, guys just being where they're supposed to be, playing off of each other, right, and just being great communicators on the back end. And we have that, right? We have we have an opportunity. Domingo, so many of your players have talked about the level of trust that they have in one another, the belief that they have in one another. How fundamental was that to what you – tried to instill in this team from day one? And if it was, how did you get that done to the point where their trust in one another is now 100%? Yeah, trust comes from when you see each other execute, right? You see the work that guys put in throughout the week. You have to earn that trust. And that's one thing I'm all about is earning everything that you that you, that you you get. You have to earn it, right? Whether it's a playing time, whatever it is, you have to earn it. Playing time, trust, you go earn it and you show it. By the way, you practice and guys see that, and that spurns the belief in one another because guys see each other execute on a day-to-day basis. They see each other make plays and games, and that drives that belief in our entire team. Domingo, can you talk about uh, any of the injury situation, anything new? I know Brown or Charles 
Yeah, nothing new right now. We'll see where our guys end up by the end of the week. Hopefully we get some guys back. Hopefully they continue to progress. Um, but we would love to have some of our guys back to help us. We need all, all the guys we can get. We would love to have them back. Can you compare this, this title to your first one in 2011? This is, it's a special one. You know, it's special to win the, win the division, right? And that's always the goal, right? You know you win a division, you're in the playoffs. So that's the goal each and every year, right, just to get started into the off in, into the uh, postseason. So, you know, we're, <clears throat> we're proud of that accomplishment, right, proud of the work that our guys put in throughout the year. And they went out and they earned it, right? It wasn't pretty all throughout the year, but they earned it. And I'm happy the way we earned it. There were a lot of tough, gritty wins, uh, a lot of learning lessons and some losses, but we've grown throughout the year, and I feel like we're much better. I talked about all throughout the year of us learning how to win, learning how to win. I feel like we've done that, and we have valuable experience, right, that will carry us throughout these playoffs. How did you take in yesterday's game, the Titans, Jaguars, and Charlotte already take care of this day Yeah, for me, we were just sitting at home with the family and my wife and kids were sitting on the couch watching the game, just like everyone else. And, you know, when I turned the game on, it was kind of like, I think maybe late in the third quarter and um, the uh, Jags started making a few plays. I said, maybe I should turn this off. <laughs> but uh stayed with it, kept watching the game, and Tennessee had played, played a really good game there, made some plays to win, and, and we were excited. I'm Jumping up and down with my kids, excited, you know, that we were able to win the division uh, thanks to the Titans getting the win. So excited, man, jumping around, just an exciting moment for me and my family to share that together. Yeah, there was no message from me, right? It's. You win a division, all right, now it's everybody know, okay, now who we're playing. I think that's what everybody was um, focused on, who would be the next opponent, where we have to go, right? That's where everybody's focus was. But the message, is, man, it's, it's back to work, right? It's back to work. Let's put the work in. We know we have the Browns coming in here, really tough opponent. We got to go put the work in and find a way to, to find a way to win, whatever it takes. Yeah, having CJ, having your starting quarterback always gives you a chance to win. So we're excited to have him. Mika, you, uh, you have these guys in such a great place mentally. It's like they're happy with their accomplishments, but they are still so hungry. And that, that's not an easy thing to do, you know, to get everybody in that place mentally to do that. Yeah, our guys understand our goals and what we set out to accomplish, as I mentioned earlier, like just as true competitors as we all are, right? And we talk about all the time, we didn't come this far just to come this far. Yeah, everybody's excited, happy about the division. I mean, that's congrats. Now we have to move on. We have to continue to play football and, and go win games in the playoffs. That's what it's about. As a former linebacker, where have you seen his biggest 
Christian has truly developed all throughout the entire year. He's gotten better each week. He's become more comfortable with what we're asking him to do. He's playing much faster. He's playing physical. He's playing mean. Like I love his tenacity out on the field. I think when it comes to uh, just playing ability in the passing game, he's making plays there, whether it's sacks, getting after the quarterback, or attacking the ball when he's in coverage. But also just the way he's tackling, right, the physical nature of his tackling, like it's – it's, it's been it's grown and he's done a really great job of I think showing up and making impact plays for us and that's where Christian has truly grown and and I'm very proud of Christian right to see his growth throughout the entire year see him develop into a quality starting linebacker making plays for us. You, know, you talk about our passing game, Nico, CJ, playmakers. Um, in the position we're in now, the game we're in, like we just have to find a way to move the ball, right? To me, yeah, Nico has done an outstanding job this entire year. He deserves a ton of credit for the season that he's had, a career year. He's shown up every single week and made play after play. Whether you know whether he's double covered, it, it doesn't matter. Like he showed up with the willingness and a want to, right, to be that leading receiver for us, and, and he did that, and he deserves a ton of credit for that. If anytime you have more guys who can make plays, it's a plus for us, and we would like many more guys to step up and make plays for us, but at the end of the day, however you get it done, you get it done, no matter if it's Nico, right, no matter who it is catching the football, right, we just have to find a way to get the win. Yeah, our message hasn't changed since our, you know, our last game versus the Titans. So we've been in this mode. We've been in playoff mode for the past two weeks. So our message, our mode hasn't changed, and our guys understand where we are. They understand what we have to do. Right, when it comes to the focus and these, you know, big moments that externally, right, they become big moments and a lot of people can there'll be more coverage, there'll be more camera, there'll be more people attentive to what we're doing, but our focus doesn't change. Our preparation doesn't change. And that's what allows you to be consistent. That's what it allows you to go out and execute because as I always say, when the ball is snapped, nobody cares who's covering it, how many interviews you've done. Right, how many people are watching? No one cares. It truly, the only thing that matters when that ball is snapped is are you executing? Are you playing relentless? Are you finishing the way we like to finish? 
Right, and if you do that, then everything else takes care of itself. Then there'll probably be another big game coming. But it it doesn't change. You don't change who you are because of the moment. Continue to be the same team that we've been. Continue to work, right, how we work. Just stay humble and continue to work, and we'll be lifted up if we do things the right way. Say that again, bro. Overall, I would say just our improvements, just overall as a team, just when I say learning how to win games, right? Learning how to win tough games, tight games. Like, that's what this league is all about. And our team has done that throughout the course of the entire year. We've gotten better. Uh, situational football, we've just gotten better. Play smarter, play cleaner. And that's what it allowed us to be in a position we're in right now. What's special about our group and the messaging is you know, their love for football, right, and their love to compete and their love to improve. And when you have guys who play and they show up with that mindset that I see if I get better, right, that's going to put us all in a better position. It'll improve all of our conditions. If we continue to just stay focused on the small things, right, the big things will take care of themselves. And that's how the guys that we – brought in the guys that we have on our team, right? It's their mindset is what allowed the message to come to life, right? And they're the only reason why we're here, right? By them going out, playing together, right? Continue to build that continuity, right? Amongst each other, becoming a tight team, lock in the locker room, right? Away from the building, not just on the field, but becoming a tighter team has allowed us to, to thrive and be in the position we're in right now. Yeah, I was there in the hallway just uh, congratulating every player that walked in. Uh, and then it just took a moment to just reflect. It's a moment of prayer and just thanks, thankfulness, gratefulness, just for being able to be in this position to lead this team, right, to lead these, lead this special group of young men, right, and for us to accomplish, right, what we set out to accomplish of getting that, that spot in the playoffs. I know how much it meant to – each and every one of our players, each and every one of our support staff, right? It meant a lot to everyone in our entire organization. So that moment, just a moment of, of gratitude and prayer, just thankful. Yeah, no matter who gets the football, fullback, tight end, running back, it's it's about creating positive yardage. It's about staying on schedule, staying ahead of the chains, and that's what we didn't do the first game. We got behind the chains. We were in second and long, third and long, too often, right? And you're playing against the top defense in the league, in the league and you're in second and long a lot, it's not going to go in your favor very much. So whatever it takes, however, it, however we have to get it done, we just have to continue to generate positive yardage.
Yeah, I mean, I know you guys can go back to <laughs> OT, my OTA interviews and training camp. I've I've constantly talked about Nico and the plays that he's made, and that that hasn't changed since OTAs. I know I keep saying that, and everybody's probably looking at me like, "Oh, you guys don't have receivers, or you guys don't have." Like Nico has been doing this since OTAs and training camp, and he hasn't changed. His mindset hasn't changed. He's been the same guy, no matter if he if he catches whatever nine passes for one ninety five, or he catches two. He hasn't changed. He's been the same guy. He's a big time playmaker for us, and he shows up every single day. He hasn't changed who he is. He still shows up in a humble manner. He shows up and he works hard every day at practice. And that's why he continues to get better. He continues to shows up, show up in the game. We're closing with Matt, DJ. You had, a, you had a front row seat to see what Joe Flacco can do. But when you watch this guy, are you amazed? I mean, what are your thoughts when you see Flacco in action? Now, Flacco has done a really, really great job, you know, leading this team to only be there for about a month now. You know, just see how much they trust they have in him, seeing the plays that he's able to make in the play-action passing game, the shot plays down the field, the accuracy. Right, they're doing a great job of protecting him. He's he's doing an unbelievable job, right? And um, he's the reason why they're in the position that they're in, right, because he's made a ton of plays for them. Uh, hasn't surprised me because Joe has done it for a long time uh, throughout his entire career. So he hasn't surprised me one bit with the plays that he's been able to make. Yeah, for CJ and Nico to make the plays that they make, like none of us are, <laughs> none of us get the success or get the recognition based on just ourselves, right? CJ, Nico get a lot of attention, but it can't complete those passes if you don't have protection. So with our offensive line and what they've done the entire year, shuffling a lot of different guys in and out, right? It, it all starts with the protection. And Laramie has been the guy who's made, he's, helped us a ton with protection, right? You can block a lot of guys one-on-one, -on -one and you can send help elsewhere. And when you have a guy like that, it, it truly helps the entire offense. So Laramie has done a great job, but it's also the entire offensive line. Every man that stepped in there this entire year has done a great job of holding it down, protecting CJ, and giving him an opportunity, right, to complete the passes that he's made downfield. The McNair family has been has been awesome. Right? You talk about support from the ownership. They've been outstanding with their support. Right, whatever we've asked, whatever we've needed from from their end, you know, they've been open arms. And it's it's truly like one of the reasons why you know chose to come here is just they want to create that family environment, and that's what it's truly felt like. It's felt like family from day one, and they've shown that throughout the entire year. Right, they're with us. Right, through the ups and downs, they're with us. Right, and it's uh, very important to have an ownership group who, who truly cares not only about the wins and losses, but they care about the people in the organization. I think that's what sets the McNair family apart from others because they have truly gracious hearts, really great family, great people, and uh, it's, it's a joy to work with them.
thank you guys. All right, there you go. It's D'Amico Ryan's uh, here on In the Loop Sports Radio 16. He's got the right mindset. I like it. Uh, he is looking ahead. He's focused. He knows that there is more to accomplish. Uh, I like He's it. He's also the head coach. Yeah, it's a good. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's that's good. what a head coach does. Yeah, it's good, man. But he I, also reflected. I like it. He reflected a lot on the one, the one moment that really uh, captured my fancy, too, when he was just kind of. In the hallway Speaking there. Speaking of your fancy. Yeah. Lunchtime confessions coming up. John Lopez has to stop this because it's negatively impacting players on the field. It's next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Reaction Monday, presented by Shoppers John Deere on Sports Radio 610. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. What a day, man. What a day. What a Reaction Monday. Playoffs upon us. Division title past us. It is time for Lunchtime Confessions. We confess our sins to you, the loopholes. Shout out to the loopholes. If you listen, you are one. Some of these confessions have to do with sports. Some have nothing to do with sports, but we're transparent with you 24-7. Let it hang a little bit lower during Lunchtime Confessions. It is time to confess. I thought one of the, maybe the coolest moment of all on Saturday night, and you didn't watch Miracle, did you? Uh, the no, I didn't. I knew what happened. Um, the, fi- the the final scene, Herb Brooks did almost exactly what D'Amico did, kind of leaning against the wall, not really jumping around, jumping. Just He's the of, coach. <clears throat> yeah, Herb Brooks was the coach okay. of uh, the 1980 hockey team. Okay. Um, I mean, it just that reminded me of the Herb Brooks scene in Miracle. And D'Amico just just talked about it a little bit. He said it was a, a moment Everything of gratitude. Everything reminds you of Miracle. No. Might, Miracle might be your new Seinfeld. No, I brought it up twice in the last year. Uh, uh, twice in the last week and a half. Okay, twice in the last year as well. Twice in the last two years. Um, but no, I thought that was like very... New year, new me. I'm going to talk about Miracle more. Very reminiscent. I'm going to jog and I'm going to talk about Miracle more. First one was before the new year. Uh, <laughs> it was very reminiscent of, of that. I thought it was really, really cool. And he just talked about it. Watch this. These are my confessions. I love me some prime time. I need me some more prime time. I, I didn't know what it would feel like, but the the prime time whole feel mm-hmm. from the intro song oh, to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman setting the scene yeah. and everything. 
is incredible. But I got to confess one thing. Mm-hmm. That Snoop Dogg rap is unnecessary in that intro. I like Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. Well, what it, what are we doing? He ain't did, had to be in the song, did, man. Did he no, just? They're did, like, did, we need Snoop Dogg. Did, did he just? Did he put any thought into that? Probably like, not. like honestly, like what? What did he do? Did he just pull up and say, "All right, let me let me drop a little something for you"? No. That that is, I, I know Snoop Dogg doesn't say no to much. I think he endorses three liquors, mm-hmm. but man, I I don't. That is a rough, 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 rough. Well, Chris does, Stapleton right? had that. His own wine, three liquors, Corona, three liquors, and a tequila. And right? you know what else? And he admits this openly. He doesn't drink. <laughs> Money. Sit green. that one out, Snoop. Money's it's a green, tough. Baby. It's a tough listen. I had a premonition last Monday, Sunday night, Monday morning, and it kind of came true. My premonition was Kaimi Fairbairn will be in the middle of one of the most crucial moments. I, I I just copied it from last week's rundown. It wasn't like how I thought, although the Colts kicker did miss a field goal, Matt Gay, um, but he was definitely in the middle of a crucial moment. I was so freaking Oh my gosh! The old Texans would have blown. I thought this. you said Fairbairn would make one and I did. would miss I, one. I, I, but but the, my first line was he's going to be in the middle of a most crucial moment, and then I said he's going to make. I thought he was going to make one. And so Matt what's Gay the confession here? One. Uh, I was right. I was right, and you have to admit it. No, you were wrong. No, you the, said the, Fairbairn makes field goal. Gay misses field goal. I, I said you started tooting your own horn about it, and no. then Fairbairn missed an extra point. See, this is where you're wrong again. So your confession I, is I was right, uh, and you should admit it because, and you're not. Figgy. No, no, hold on, Figgy. Figgy. No, he, you always look for Figgy to Figgy for something. Who else am I going to look to? Who else am I going to look to? You always look to Figgy for confirmation of something that you know is <laughs> the incorrect. The weirdest thing ever. Landry, I literally clipped and pasted this from last Monday's rundown. The first sentence, Kaimi Fairbairn will be in the middle of one of the most crucial moments. Yeah, but you did. You he keep, was. You keep going. And then Gay I, will miss a field and goal. Then Fairbairn I said, will make. And then I said on the show, incorrectly, I thought that's what I was talking about, that he would make one and Matt Gay would miss one. But what I said was he was going to be I in the I don't know if this is like moment. a confession or anything, John. Uh, my confession is you need, you need to admit it. My confession and is you're not, who cares? And you're clearly not. Well, because you weren't right. Except I was. You weren't. Yeah, he missed the field goal. Except. You said he was going to make. You said he was going to make the big one. Go back to last Monday's Goodness rundown. gracious. I gotta confess this, Lopez, and I think we—I think you need to—I think you need to admit this. I gotta confess. What? What are you talking about? You've kind of been creepy with with players, Texans players, and personnel lately. One hundred percent false. Here Give was, me some example. Here was Laramie Tunsil last week. We were talking about Saint Elmo's shrimp cocktail. And this is this is one of a multitude of times when John Lopez, I think, has uh, kind of taken things a little bit too far. Freaking cocktail shrimp in Indianapolis oh. is the go-to, dude. It's, it's, it's undefeated, bro. I'm not gonna lie. It's, oh, it's cocktail yeah, shrimp, though, man. It's undefeated, man. It's undefeated. They got this sauce. I know. Man, it's called cocktail spicy. sauce. <laughs> it's spicy, very spicy, dude, bro. I guarantee you I could make you some cocktail sauce oh. just as good. He wants to try you gotta, guarantee. You got to quit offering to cook for strangers so much. That's creepy. You keep, you keep, uh, you've. Uh, this is like the third time you've offered to cook for someone who, who who doesn't even know us. You've offered to take guys fishing and stuff like that. This is this is starting to get a little creepy, all right, John. All right, so that's way off. You 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 constantly reach trying to make me look somehow. Uh, I could cook you some cocktail sauce, well, well, Larry. Again, again, let me be clear. Let me cook you some cocktail sauce. All right. So again, let me correct you. 
I said I could. I didn't offer to. I said That's I could. An, that wasn't an offer? How, how was it? I said I could. I didn't offer to. But it's all right. I'm Come used, on my fishing uh, boat. I'm used to you. What else? We haven't met. Come on my fishing boat. Okay, who did I offer to, to take fishing? I think Rex Burkhead, Jonathan Grenard. Rex Burkhead, I was told by their PR staff that he loved to fish and I should take <laughs> him out. So I said, okay. That's not an offer either. Burkhead and Grenard, I think. And then maybe. Now, Grenard, I don't more. remember. But I know Burkhead, they said, hey, he loves to fish. I said, cool. Did you do I, that with Damian Pierce? Was it Pierce? No, nah, I don't it was think somebody it that, Pierce. It was somebody else that liked but the But the point here is, like, Landry's twisting and turning things I say all <laughs> no, the time. No, I just think that Laramie was creeped out, and that's why he was false starting so much. <laughs> that's what I think. I think I think your creepiness negatively impacted the ball game. Except it wasn't. <laughs> Let me cook you some cocktail sauce. I, I, I said I could. I said I could. Goodness. But I'm used to this. That's all right. Watch this. Think of the two most opposite coaches in the NFL. I'll give. I'll. I'll tell them to you. I'll tell you mine. Um, Bill Belichick and I don't know. That's currently employed. No, no, not currently employed. Okay. David Cully. David Cully. Yeah. I was gonna okay. say. Like David the Cully. two most polar opposites. Yeah. I thought of David Cully today when I heard Bill Belichick. Asked about his future, he says, as far as I know, I'm under contract. And I went, oh, my. <laughs> oh, Lord. I heard went, that one before. Oh, my. Oh, Lord. That sounds like David Cully. God. It was crazy. Lord. Watch this. All right. This, this drives me nuts, and this isn't the first time that he said this. I got to confess. Of all the things that these national media-type reporters say, this irks me the most. This was Ian Rappaport talking about Trevor Lawrence before he took the field yesterday against the Tennessee Titans. Where he is right now, from what I understand, he is not at risk of making this worse. He is not at risk of re-injury. All right. Is he How do you the- know yeah. that he's not at risk of re-injury? He's talking about Trevor Lawrence. Like, so I've I've heard this when when someone has an effed up shoulder or someone has an effed up foot. Just by just by sheer common sense, when you step on a football field, you're at risk of injury. How are you not at risk of re-injury? How can Ian Rappaport say that? How could any doctor say that? Is he stepping on a football field? Furthermore, <laughs> when usually when it when there is no risk of re-injury, it means that it's as bad as it can be. It's it's not going to get any worse. But how does Ian Rappaport so often say, "Well, you know, he has a sprained meniscus and as far as I know, there's no risk of re-injury." He's about to go play freaking football, sir. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is he stepping on a football field? Well, then he's at risk for injury. Like, yes, I, I agree with you on that one. Text line 936 says, I'm jealous because I can't cook myself. You could be right. <laughs> you could be right. I got a quickie. These are my I am so over and could not care less about playing on the first Saturday afternoon game. I've seen it all over. People talking about, see I there. It. I love it. I do, too. I love see it. See there. Uh, Texans. Uh, for, dude, what do you... C.J. Stroud is so popular right now. They want to highlight him. They just happen to be on the first Saturday game. Get out of here. with They don't respect the Texans, all that. Absolutely, absolutely love it. Coming up, let's look back and let's look ahead. This is the perfect combo plate for Reaction Monday here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's Reaction Monday, presented by Shoppers John Deere on Sports Radio 610. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. Texans top the Colts. Uh, win or go home. Texans, they win. Colts, you don't have to go home. You can stay home. Keep your ass in Indianapolis. Texans get that dub. It was about the quarterback. Yeah, it was all about... You know, there's other factors, but at the end of the day, it was as simple as some made it. Uh, we talked about it. You know, why is everybody picking the Houston Texans? I, I, John, I turned on on Friday, and I talked about this on the web stream, Locker Room on YouTube. Shout out to all the uh, people on the Sports Radio 610 YouTube uh, right now, as well as, as the loopholes. If you listen, you are one. Get up on ESPN in the morning. Everyone picked the Texans. Mm-hmm. The Athletic, their entire 10-man staff of NFL writers, they all picked the Texans. Around the horn, ESPN, they all picked the Texans. There's only one national media type that I saw pick the Colts, and it was Scott Van Pelt. And his reasoning for picking the Colts, he was the last one to pick. He said, might as well be different. Yeah. That's the best you that got. Was, that was sure that wasn't John McClain? That was pretty much what he said. So I sat there and I looked at this game and I and I and I I tried to get to the bottom of it and I tried to say, okay, Indianapolis is playing pretty good ball. Uh Indianapolis is I mean, they have some advantages over the Texans. The Texans have some advantages. What what is everyone seeing nationally that we're not seeing? And 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 it was just as simple as C.J. Stroud over Gardner Minshew. And, and I think that is the story of that game. It, it, make no mistake about it. Um, Gardner Minshew left some meat on the bone. Uh, there, he missed the, the touchdown uh, early. Some people would say he threw it behind the, the receiver um, on fourth down. Uh, hit his hands, probably should have caught it. But this, this was very simple. C.J. Stroud balled out. C.J. Stroud depleted wide receiver core or not. He got the job done, and this was simply about the quarterback. Every game is the C.J. Stroud game. And we can certainly talk, and we will, about other big big factors. He's that good. Uh, the, the, the only chance you're going to have against anyone, the best chance you're going to have against anyone, is because C.J. Stroud's on the field. 
and and by the way, we, it it came to light. You, you referenced a couple of things, like that play that that C.J. Stroud made on the first play of the game, fifty nine point two yards in the air, seventy five yard touchdown. I turned to to Brandon Scott. I said, "That's the difference right there," and he will verify this. I said, "He can do that. Gardner Minshew cannot." Like Minshew had his moments. He couldn't do that. He just couldn't do that. I mean, he, he you know, and, and and then much later, you know, the the Nico catch and the scramble around the so called Heisman moment. C.J. Stroud could do that. Gardner Minshew could not. Like the thing about, um, and 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 I'm not downplaying Minshew's importance because he had some moments himself. He's little, a guy. He's yeah, but he God bless him. He's a guy. He can't do. He was the backup. Just pat him, man. Just pat yeah. him on the There's head. There's a reason why he's the backup. Yeah. Just, just pat him on the head and say good effort. He, he can't. That's it. He can't do what very few can do. What C.J. Stroud. Yeah, he's that, not that. That was the difference. Yeah, hundred percent. That was it. Like we, you know, I'm sorry, but we we're talking about this could be the Devin Singletary game. It could, and we've said in the over the course of the year, the Bobby Slowick game, uh, the D'Amico game, the the this, the that. You talked about Damian Pierce. You said maybe Xavier Hutchinson would have a moment. And all these things could and some were to different degrees true. But you win or lose the game because it's every game is a C.J. Stroud game. And, and that to me, like as we look ahead at this game, and Cleveland has uh, emerged as a two-and-a-half-point favorite after opening at one-and-a-half, that to me is why – I mean, we, we can sit back and we can try to make it. And I think from D'Amico's defensive perspective, there's plenty to look at. And you have a you have a 100% transparent visual of what your defense getting their ass kicked by this Browns team looks like, which, mm-hmm. which I think is an advantage for D'Amico Ryans. But I, I look at this game and I say, oh, they lost 36-22. It doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. it, because it's all about the quarterback. They yeah. know that. We know that. I think everybody knows that, and and it's all about the quarterback. And as good as Joe Flacco is, as experienced as he is, as good of a story as it is, I still think the Texans possess the quarterback advantage this week. Now, is it as significant as C.J. Stroud versus Gardner Minshew? Obviously not, but they still possess the most important advantage that you can have in a football game, and that's C.J. Stroud, and the Browns have not seen him. That's crazy. Like, we almost look back, and, and you talk about blessings in disguise, and you talk about you talk about you know, missed opportunities and, and, and things going your way. And the fact that C.J. Stroud missed that Browns game, at the time, it felt like that, at that point that the division was gone. Mm-hmm. You just need to, you need to figure out a way to get in, wild card, all that. But it's almost a blessing because the Texans have a 100% visual of what Joe Flacco slicing you up looks like the Browns have Case Keenum and, and Davis Mills out there in mop-up duty doing their thing. You don't have anything to, to go off of. I would go so far as to say is not just that, but everything that, that, that the Texans are going to try offensively is going to be different because you have C.J. Stroud. I thought they fell into a rut this year for a little stretch there, about three or four games, where they were almost trusting him too much. Ah, C.J. will fix it. C.J. will make the play. And they weren't doing some of the things that they, they they can do. So hopefully their eyes have been open. But there is that. Like, they're going to see things and plays from C.J. Stroud and, and Bobby Slowick by extension that they just – they've never even seen, you know, other than happening to other teams. But but it, it, it changes the whole game plan. I also wonder how Slowick kind of looks at it. Like, are the Browns going to – are they going to attack the same way? Like, does, does Slowick have something to work off there, like, for, from their defensive standpoint? Because mm-hmm. it was – I mean, it was all hands on deck, and they were they were coming. Now Miles Garrett's going to be rested now, so that's a little bit different. Yeah. Laramie Tunsil and company will have to handle that, but it it is I, I think it is a significant advantage the fact that the Texans got their ass kicked by the Browns and C.J. Stroud did not play, and that that's just kind of one of those things where it it is the ultimate blessing in disguise 
that the Texans have that to work with. Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you. Texans, first game on Saturday, 3.30 p.m. Sign me up for it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to play at night. Just just give me that Give me that 3.30 game. Let's see how it goes down. The house is going to be packed. I, I would anticipate. That's a, that's a big thing. Do you think the house is going to be packed? Yes, and I think it's going to be nuts. I think it's going to be a crowd like we haven't seen in a long, long time. Uh, at NRG Stadium. I mean, it, it's going to be college-like atmosphere. I mean, everybody else says, oh, we have the best fans in the NFL. I don't know who are, who has the best fans in the I'll NFL. I'll tell you what, that, that Colts crowd, if you want to give credit where credit's due, that yeah. Colts crowd was serious. Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. I don't – you can say whatever CJ called it the loudest crowd yeah. he's heard during his NFL career. Yes. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. These these people are loud when it's when things are going good. I think it's going to be a big factor. It's great to play at home. I was at first kind of with you. Well, I was with you uh, about yeah maybe the Chiefs. Nah, man. Once it happened and you see that CJ Stroud's playing and they're at home and and the energy that is level you know hit another level altogether. It's going to be a great factor. The injury report tomorrow will be interesting. Who's hurt? Who's not? Who's good to go? Um, you got to think there might be some new names appearing on the injury report. Um. It would make sense that the same names mm-hmm. are on there, the Will Andersons, uh, et cetera. Oh, he's not going to give away anything this week. I mean, sometimes the re- practice reports will tell us Noah Brown is doing this or whatever, but I think they're going to be kind of like walkthrough practices too. Um, so, yeah, we're not going to know really probably till Friday, you know, who's in, who's out. Man, mm-hmm. I am – I'm wired up for this. Yeah. I'm wired up for this because I think it's a winnable game. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really winnable game against this Cleveland team. I do. I think Cleveland's playing with house money. Well, technically the Texans are too. Nobody expected this. Uh, I just think it's a winnable game. Forget house money or, or whatever else. I I just think um, the one thing that the, there are things that I don't want to ignore in victory. And if you heard D'Amico uh, Ryan's live on on here on our show here. Uh, at noon, you, you heard him talking about penalties. They had 10 penalties against the Browns, too. They had 11 Saturday night. Like, the penalties for this team all of a sudden, Laramie Tunsil, we're looking at you, um, are, are going to be a huge factor. You talk about the small margins in these games. That's one of the things for sure they got to fix. We won't talk about him too much, but I do wonder – what is Deshaun Watson thinking right now? Because the two teams, the team that you left and the team that you went to, they're thriving without you. They're thriving. Mm-hmm. And they're on. They're in the playoff stage. These teams have been linked. He has to be here too, right? Well, last time he wasn't. Yeah, playoff game. So he's going to come through now? I think he has to be. I mean, what, like, for, why would he want to, though? Well, I don't think he wants to. I think he has to be. I, I, I really do. Like, you're the, you're the franchise, you know. Kind of. <laughs> You're the franchise quarterback. You're getting $230 million, and you don't go on the road with your team in a playoff game? You talk about his reputation just getting destroyed, which it already has been, 
Even more so. Why? <laughs> Why do you think? <laughs> oh man, and this is almost like a. I I obviously you know we the Texans need to win this game. We want the Texans to win. Oh, this if the game. Browns win, if, that's the worst thing for him. Oh, but yeah, Deshaun might actually win. be rooting for the Texans. <laughs> yeah, he might. Like because because we know we know he's not as much about ball as he once was, and that, that's yeah. a discussion we had before he even wanted to go. But he he doesn't need this in his life. No, he Deshaun yeah. might actually want. He might he might actually want the Texans to win this game. I I think you're onto something. Uh, I, I really do. I mean, obviously. He, he probably won Flacco a little bad, too. Yes. Yes. He wants some bad quarterback play. Yeah. I mean, if, if if somehow the Browns win this game and Flacco looks good, he's he's toast, like, in terms of his reputation. Like, like his reputation and what Cleveland and, and, and what people in Cleveland are going to be thinking. Landry, I mean, figure you still have some family and and, and friends up. All in, of my family, they're, they're family. already right. My mother in law is totally out on Deshaun Watson, man. She all in on Joe Flacco. She want him back next year. Imagine oh, if Flacco God. wins. Well, we we had this discussion last week, and I thought this was a this was a good question um, that was posed on In the Loop Sports Radio six ten. I, I didn't think I deserved the slime off for this. I was just trying to do some good investigative journalism. Of course you were. But this was the discussion about whether or not Deshaun Watson will or will not arrive in Houston this Saturday if the uh, Texans face the Browns. The Deshaun Jinx. Yeah. Is he going to show up? That's a great question. I, know, I mean, wouldn't you want to keep the mojo the same? Like, we just heard the Harbaugh's, mm-hmm. and, we'll, and we'll hear them when, when the internet goes nuts. Like, talk about switching seats. Yeah. Does Deshaun want to change his whole routine and show up when the... You know what? He probably would come. He would what? He would come. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that, how you think that was uh, misconstrued. I was just trying to figure it out. Yeah, that's what I you was were doing. He would be here. Of, uh, of course, that's what you were doing. I was just trying to figure it out yeah. myself. I don't know. Coming up, let's go around the NFL. The playoff matchups are set. Uh, the most hated team uh, in town does the texans a favor and also say goodbye to a big pain in the butt that's coming up next but first i want to give you a chance caller number nine caller number nine seven one three five seven two four six ten fifty dollars to texas star grill shop and an opportunity to win a case damn right of that john lopez og sauce and a traeger grill how about that seven one three five seven two four six ten caller number nine you're getting a fifty dollar gift card to texas star grill and an opportunity to cash in even more round the league next you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 